Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a really great subject, Pinterest, and what it can do for e-commerce brands. So we're going to talk about how Pinterest is good for e-commerce, the efforts, why it's paying off in the long term for e-commerce sellers, and why is it a great place for organic traffic. Okay, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. All right, like I just mentioned, we're talking Pinterest today and why it's great for e-commerce brands. Our guest is a paid web traffic expert. He's trained thousands of students on how to generate traffic on demand from sources like Google Ads, Facebook Ads, and dozens of other traffic platforms. First time he's been on the show, uh, I've, I met him at his event, uh, Digital Sumo, back in 2017, I believe. Anyways, we're going to be talking to Gore Chadre, and we'll be talking to him in a second. But first, a word from our sponsor. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, where is Squire? Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Connor joining us. Let us know where you're watching from uh, in the Beard Nation. We'd love to hear. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Pinterest today. Um, so just starting it off, if you let us know if you've uh, ever tried either organic or paid um, traffic on Pinterest. Uh, what has your experience been like? Is it something that you feel comfortable with? Have you tried it before? Let us know in the comments. And um, yeah, it's going to be a great episode. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, make sure you smash those like buttons. Give us a thumbs up if you're enjoying today's show. Um, this is a live podcast. So if you do have questions, comments, opinions, um, this is your time to shine. You can put them over in the comment sections and uh, let us know. And uh, we do have a Facebook group. This is where you can be part of our Beard Nation, our Beardos. That's Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and E-Commerce Collective. Uh, there is links in the descriptions uh, This these episodes. So if you're interested, uh, go check it out and yeah, become part of the Beard Nation. I'm, I'm still getting over uh, Matt's uh, giveaway from the last episode. Uh, who was it that won? Because. Uh, it was, I believe it was cool, cool hand 99. 
that uh, one, but it, it was a $15,000 giveaway. <laughs> so, which I should mention in the Facebook group, we just dropped our uh, second part of that giveaway. So if you want to get access to, I think a $3,000 listing on it, um, we're giving away 10 um, courtesy of Matt. Um, so check out the Facebook group. Uh, you'll see the post, how to enter. Um, we're giving away 10. So that's yeah, $30,000 worth of uh, giveaways happening in our Facebook group right now. So uh, check it out. All right. And I think oh, you were uh, hanging a little bit. Yeah, I just noticed my internet was uh, on a wrong Wi-Fi. So anyways, I switched it over. I should be good now. Okay. Okay. So uh, one last thing uh, we talked about, and we'll talk a little bit later on, new segment trash my product uh kelsey when you come over this weekend you're building a studio aren't you yeah you're putting me to work so uh i am so if you are interested in having your product featured on our new segment trash my product uh send me an email k at lunchwithnorm.com uh, and just put the subject title as trash i'll give you all the details um, how to set that up um, but basically we're going to review review your product uh, on our segments and uh, tell you how to improve it, ways uh, go through the customer experience, the packaging, the branding, and it's going to be a deep dive and it's completely free. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's about it. And we've been reaching out to the branding experts. Um, so we'll have some guests that'll come on as well. So uh, anyways, I'm looking forward to it, but now let's get into today's subject and our special guest. So sit back, relax. If you have any questions, Throw them over in the section. All right, where is my buddy? Hello, sir. Hey, Norm, how are you? You look so serious. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait to talk about this. Hey, Pinterest, I, last time I saw you was at the conference this summer, the digital startup, and you were talking about something that blew my mind, which was Twitter ads. And I thought, okay, this is something I got to look at. And then when we reached out to you about that for this podcast, you said, well, let, let's talk about Pinterest. And I don't know about everybody that's listening, but I don't really get into, I really haven't done much with Pinterest at all. So I can't wait to hear, you know, why is it important? Why is it for Amazon sellers or e-commerce sellers in general, you know, to start working with it? So, you know, even where do you start with Pinterest? Well, I mean, uh, when you look at something like Pinterest, I think it's um, it's like the big sleeping dog. And I, I don't think it gets enough credit from people who are buying traffic or people who are trying to get organic traffic. Uh, for, you know, for those who are listening who don't understand what Pinterest is, uh, you know, I, for the longest time, Norm, when Pinterest first started, and I'm sure you thought we assumed it was a social network. Uh, but really at the end of the day, it's not even a social network. It's probably, uh, what you would call a visual search engine where people go and they're looking for designs, they're looking for recipes. Um, and yes, there, there is a social impact where, or the, the, the social aspect where you can communicate with people, you can talk with people, you can comment on pins, but really at the end of the day, in terms of somebody who's selling with e-commerce, it is really a great place uh, to be listing uh, your your products. And I, I know that you know, Norm, that our good friend um, Ezra Firestone has been talking about Pinterest for years. 
yeah. because for his brand, um, you know, Boom by Cindy Joseph, he's done an enormous amount of not only generating organic traffic from Pinterest, but also pay traffic on Pinterest. And um, he's always praised Pinterest for, for, for the last, uh, last six, seven years. In fact, he's one of the very first to come out with a full-blown Pinterest e-commerce course. Um, and, and I think really it's just this, this gold mine of untapped potential for, I'm not saying it's only for e-commerce. I think it's for all sorts of traffic, uh, traffic generation. Right. You know, it, it's interesting because you can have a course or you can, you can talk about a subject. I, I like talking about content press releases and I'll go to, a. I'll be talking uh, at a on a webinar or whatever it is, and I I spew my guts and I tell people this is what I do and this is how I do it and I'll just give it step by step by step, and yet probably one percent of the people that are listening will actually put that into action, and I kind of feel like this with Pinterest and I'm I'm guilty of this one for for Pinterest, but like you said, Ezra's got this the 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 uh, course out there's a bunch of information about pinterest um, i have been using pinterest to get product opportunity ideas i'll go over i'll start searching i'll be at the pitch and seeing what people have and i'll head over to etsy and see you know, like to back that up but i haven't really used it properly and um i i gotta start i i gotta take that and i gotta be more action oriented but i hope the listeners will take this and become more action oriented when it here, like Pinterest is a platform. If you're pinning, that's one thing, like just organically, but taking advantage of it and doing um, some paid ads. And we'll get into that in a second. So let's talk a bit more about uh, why is Pinterest uh, a platform for e-commerce sellers? Well, I, I think, I mean, you know, we summed it up when we first started talking about it, Norm, that, you know, when people are going to Pinterest, they're going there for ideas, for, for design yeah. ideas or um, shopping ideas or product uh, product ideas and things like that. And I think when you have those people who are looking for those things, they're generally looking for ideas before they buy something. And for the longest time, and I know it's changed a little bit, but the mix between uh, the females to, to males has always been more dominant toward females on Pinterest, about 80 to 20%. And generally speaking, if you look at, you know, statistics, it's a uh, majority of women in the household who make the purchasing decisions. So obviously with that, you know, statistic out there with Pinterest being majority women, it's a good platform to be advertising your your product or service because those are generally the ones who are going to be making the decisions when it comes to uh, to buying online. Um, and I, I think what people don't realize about Pinterest, I mean, when you think of SEO norm, you, you think of Google, you, you think of Microsoft, and especially, well, majority Google, and you know and I know because you've been doing this long enough that you've heard of all the dances, the panda dance, the penguin dance, and, you know, you pay all of these um, SEO companies huge amounts of money per month just to get rankings. But um, there's no guarantee that you're going to be on the first page, that you're going to be on the second right. page, you're going to be on the third page. There's no guarantee six months from now, even if you are on the first page, that you're going to end up being on the on the first page. But the difference between that and I think the, the next greatest thing when it comes to organic, other than Google search and YouTube, is really Pinterest. 
And the reason why I call Pinterest forever traffic is, is that once you post a pin norm on Pinterest, it's literally, literally there forever. It is going to get indexed. It's going to stay there and you're going to get organic traffic. If you get people repinning your pins forever, it, until it gets, until you manually delete it or whatever, it's out in there in cyberspace forever. Whereas with, you know, sending out an email, uh, putting out a tweet on Twitter, putting out a post on Instagram, there's only a certain degree where it's going to, before it disappears out of the newsfeed and, and goes up. But with Pinterest, it's really there forever. And we'll kind of get into the details of how we managed to generate up to 15 to 20,000 organic visitors from Pinterest every single month to a multiple number of, of, of websites. And even now today, you know, how we receive, you know, four to 5,000 free organic visitors every month from Pinterest from efforts that we did three to four years ago, believe Jeez. it or not. And that's why I like to call it forever traffic because, and, and, and we'll kind of go into the story of, you know, how we annoyed Pinterest <laughs> by <laughs> doing what we did and, and how we kind of rejigged that so that we are um, compliant with, 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 uh, with Pinterest and making sure that we're not, uh, we're not on their radar. Right. That's a interesting uh, point. Compliance. What are the good, bad, and ugly compliance regulations of uh, Pinterest? Well, I mean, let's be honest here. When it comes to going out and getting free organic traffic, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, right. You can you can pretty much pin whatever you want to pin, as long as it's not the obvious, you know, like illegal stuff, uh, gambling, firearms, porn, and all of those things. But when it comes to getting organic traffic with claims like, you know, make $100,000 on Amazon in 24 hours, you can get away with that uh, because it's you're, on Pinterest, it's called uh, – you create what are called boards. And on these boards, you pin uh, your graphics, and they can be pretty much um, anything you want. Uh, now, obviously, on, on the paid side, that's a different story. Because then, yes, you have to adhere to their uh, their compliance for paid ads. But really, Norm, for the organic stuff, yes, you can make these aggressive claims for weight loss. You can make these aggressive claims for uh, for for uh, make money industry and things like that, and um, and and do that. And for the longest time on Pinterest, really, the only thing that you couldn't get a, get away with was um, aggressive weight loss claims. Um, but other than that, really the, the ironic thing about Pinterest and Twitter as compared to Google and Facebook is their, their do's and don'ts were only one page. Whereas oh. with Google and Facebook it's like a 30 page guide of yeah. what you could do and what you can't do. And that's, and that's obviously true because Facebook and Google are the big 800 pound gorillas. They're on the FTC's radar. They have to be a little bit more careful. Uh, whereas guys like Twitter and Pinterest, they can allow you to get away with a lot more because they're not under as much uh, much uh, scrutiny as uh, as a Google or a Facebook. I've um I I, I don't know if you use a Google Business Profile or set up brands uh, at Google or dot Google. Have you? Well, first of all, have do you use a Google Business Profile? Uh, I have never personally used it myself. Oh my gosh, um, we're yeah. gonna talk. <laughs> so uh yeah this it, it's absolutely absolutely incredible for organic traffic so what i was going to say is if you're already using it 
uh, without getting into too much detail, but if you've got it set up and Google, uh, Google business profile, hundred uh, percent. Anybody who's listening says that you can't set it up because it's only for a uh, bricks and mortar. That's wrong. You can set up a brand.google.com account or just set up a Google business profile and just don't choose to show your address and it supports brands. Anyways, when you, when you started saying that this was a search engine and it's traffic forever, one of the things that you can do with Google, as long as you use an anchor URL or if it's somewhere in there, you can take that post post it over onto your Google business profile and it'll index it and it'll index it through all the images. So Google images, if it's a brand photo, you can take those photos and drive it back to your, um, to your, whatever listing that you want to go on. And this is what got me uh, thinking about this. If there's a board and you want to get more free traffic, you can actually take that link, I believe, and put it in your signature file. And Google's going to index that the second you send any Google Gmail. Well, that's great. So, you know, you, you got my head spinning here because you talk about like living forever. Anytime you post any new image or any new content on your Pinterest account, you might be getting a lot more traffic and Google will love it and support it. Oh, 100%. And that's why, you know, I'm... And I love how you talk about, you know, how, you know, you can marry different services and different, uh, different traffic services and how they all kind of work together in terms of if you do one thing on Pinterest, it's going to help you on Google. You do one thing on Google, it's going to help you over here. Right. Um, and, and I think, you know, and I know, Norm, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, it was amazing how cheap the traffic was. Oh. And I think the challenge today is how expensive the traffic is. And I think that anytime you can marry free organic traffic, like I've always been a paid guy, but Hey, listen, if I can get 20 to 30,000 extra visitors a month for free, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. I? And that's what we're going to talk about now. So yep. I'm intrigued. Let's talk about that. Okay. So I had, um, I had a guy in my office, um, who was a media buyer for me. And one of the things that I turned him on to was Pinterest. And it was specifically at the time we were running a baby e-commerce business norm. I don't know if you remember me talking about that. So we were on Amazon, we were selling baby bowls, baby bibs, you know, animal pacifiers and, and, you know, anything kind of baby related. So where do you go if you want to get good kind of uh, good quality baby traffic? Well, Pinterest is a good place to go because we know that a lot of women are going there and they're checking out baby designs, baby brands, baby products and things like that. And um, he was telling me, actually, he's the one that told me that he goes, there's a lot of potential for a lot of free traffic. And I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, I'm reading on the boards that, you know, Pinterest doesn't really limit how many times you can pin or how many times you can repin. And, and for those of you who don't know what a repin is, repin is, is that you can take somebody else's pin. And then you can repin it on your board. Just imagine kind of like a corkscrew board and, you know, you're putting your pins, but then you're also taking other people's pins and you're putting them on, on your board. And the interesting thing about Pinterest at the time is, and I think it's still, don't quote me on this, you can actually edit those pins that you repin and change the redirect URL. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, we, uh, we, we developed a team. We had one graphic designer in the Philippines and one uh, poster in the Philippines, and he was kind of the lead on this. And I think at the height of it, Norm, we were uh, posting 40 pins a day, 
and repinning maybe about 60 times. And I think uh, we carried on that strategy and um, we did that for about three months. And within about three months, we were doing about 10, 15,000 organic visitors every single month from all of those pins. Because like I said, those pins stay out there forever. So the more you're throwing out, it's like, it's kind of like the analogy of the lottery. If the more lottery tickets you have, the better chance you're going to have of winning. Well, the more pins you have out there, the better chance you're going to have of them being pinned and you getting more free uh, free organic traffic. And, you know, we checked everything, Norman. It really, what we were doing was not against the terms and conditions of Pinterest. Um, yes, you would get the occasional copyright uh, email from Pinterest saying, yeah, you've repinned somebody's post and you've changed the URL. So they've said that it's copyright infringement. Can you please take it down? So we would do that. Um, but I think because the, the way the, the, the traffic was starting to scale, obviously Pinterest started noticing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so they reached out to us and in kind, kind words, they basically said, okay, we can't see where you're breaking any of our terms and conditions, but what we think you're doing is very excessive. So can you tone down on it? And I was like, okay, well, at least, you know, they weren't abrupt. They didn't shut us off, delete our account or anything like that. So what we did was we ended up kind of scaling that down to a more manageable level to kind of stay, uh, stay under the radar. We weren't repinning as much and changing the links. Um, and I think, um, you know, that worked out well for us. But then we also, and then we'll talk about how we brought the paid aspect into the mix um, but what Pinterest has and what really kind of got us the traction is, is that they have what they had at the time, what was called tribes. Um, they did away with the word tribes, um, because they want to be a little bit more, uh, politically correct. Um, and I forgot what it's called now, but basically essentially allows you to collaborate with other people in the Pinterest community where you repin their stuff and they'll repin your stuff. And that kind of gets the, the organic traffic to go kind of on steroids. So we were kind of exploiting everything in terms of, okay, how can we get as much organic traffic as we can possible? Because, you know, we were reading about people generating, you know, upwards of 80 to $100,000 a month in e-commerce sales just from the free organic traffic from Pinterest. And, and that's something that we wanted to be, uh, to be able to, uh, to achieve. So we were doing that. Um, unfortunately that guy Norm left my team about five years ago. Oh. Um, and he built up two brands, the, the nutraceutical company that I own and yeah. the love your baby brand, which was the baby, uh, the baby brand. And to this day, Norm, and, and I checked this, uh, last month, we still get 5,000 free organic visitors a day from the, his efforts way back Are in 2007. Are you kidding? Yeah. So that's why I love to call it uh, forever traffic. And that's why now we've taken uh, over the last, I would say, late last year, early this year, we took a fresh look again at Pinterest. And we're doing it again. We're scaling in Pinterest in terms of the survival market back again with the nutraceutical company. And we're just building out pins because with tools like Canva now you can create a twin you know a pin in like like four or five minutes now it's so much easier yeah the 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 tools like Tailwind you can schedule when these pins are going to be posted the only thing that you have to do is hire somebody to manage the the whole process but the whole idea is is that I'm doing it differently this time Norm it's more like higher quality pins because back then Norm I'm just being honest with you we were spamming Pinterest I'm just it being completely transparent with everybody who's listening. We, in my words, they didn't say we were, but in my words, I knew what we were doing. 
it was just like throw as much as you can because uh, Pinterest is going to index it there. If it starts getting repinned, you're starting, you're going to start seeing organic traffic like crazy. And that's essentially what we saw. And even today, I still think it would work well, but this time we're going to do it high quality, uh, high quality pins. So when I, when I think of Pinterest or any type of, uh, any type of, playing around with the type of content did i just come back yeah you were freezing up there yeah you were frozen a little bit you're back now yeah you know uh where i live is supposed to be the internet spot you know the internet the tech spot in canada it's it's going to be i can't even get real internet i mean it sucks (laughs) i get one bar on my cell phone i'm telling you this place is awful for uh, any anything tech. So uh, anyways, uh, what I was talking about was content. So how do you measure um, the quality or what you're posting? So let's just take Facebook, for example, or an Amazon listing. You might use um, some polished product shots. You might put a poll up there. You might ask a question, motivational. Now, this is more Facebook, but then you, you have your lifestyle images that you would have. So there's usually for us anyways, there's about nine, 10 different types of content that we post, but we can quantify what's doing well. Is there any type of reporting that you can look at to say, oh, these types of images are really doing well on Pinterest? Yeah. Pinterest has a whole analytics section, Norm. So they tell you what are your most popular pins what type of reach your most popular pins are getting or organic versus paid. So you know what is being repinned. You know what is resonating with the Pinterest community. And that way we were at least able to identify, okay, it was maybe this pin that was doing well. So we're going to create different pins around that same topic. Now, when it came to content, yes, at one point, what we were doing was we were creating Uh, our own content, but there's only so much content that you can go out and get written because there's also great content out there. So I'm sure Norm, you've heard of the tools, Snipply and Writely, where they allow you to basically um, cloak, I guess, not the greatest word, but you can redirect through Snipply to somebody else's website, somebody else's article, but it kind of stays in an iframe on your website. Right, and then you have control over pop-ups. You have control over fly-in type uh, type uh, uh, ads, um, and we were going crazy with that. So that eliminated the whole process of even having to write content. You could send, you know, prospects to a, uh, you know, five steps on how to feed your baby. Uh, somebody else's totally different article. Use Snipply, and then have your uh, baby bowl ad appear at the the bottom of the article, and and it was just. It was just, it came to a point, it was just a matter of resources. How many people can we get? How fast can we do this? How can we not get, you know, Pinterest's attention because it was working great. And, um, you know, for those of you who are patient, I, I honestly believe if you, you follow um, this system, by the end of the year, there's, and by the end of the year, you could easily be generating 25 to 30,000 free organic visitors a month and be on Twitter's good side. Twitter just wants good quality pins, Norm. That's all yeah. they want is a yeah. good quality. Just give a good, that's with any traffic platform. Just give a good user experience 
send them to good content, give them value. Not only are they going to appreciate it, but they're going to repin your pins. And that's what Twitter wants to see. So we're kind of following that method and we're creating good quality pins that go to good quality content. That uh, last, the tool that you were just talking about a little earlier, the scheduling tool, you called it, it Tailwinds? Tailwind, yeah. Tailwind. Okay, yeah. I just saw it near, there you go. It was called Tailwind. All right, so let's see. We're getting to the bottom of the hour. Um, if you have any questions, I know there's going to be a bunch. So say them now if you have any comments. If you're new to Pinterest, I am, you know, just let us know. It, there's no, you know, if you're a newbie, shoot. If you're an expert, shoot. We we want to answer anything we can by the uh, by the end of the call. Also, if you have any comments, you know, what are your experiences with Pinterest? And also, I talked to Afalabi today, and he said that we're going to have a pretty cool giveaway as well. We're not going to beat last podcast, but he's giving a free uh, pallet, um, either three, one of three things, a pallet for a year at his facility or our facility. So it's free, no questions asked uh, for one full year. Or you can get uh, a month of the inventory management system. That's a four or $500 value, or uh, you have the tariff buddy. So that's just checking out your tariff codes and seeing how you can save a bunch of money. And by the way, um, I know he's done this just recently. He saved somebody $15,000 on an order because they were using the wrong HST or the uh, wrong tariff code. So um, anyways, that's it. Uh, let's hear from the sponsor and we'll come back. This episode is brought to you by Clear Ads. Looking to maximize your Amazon ads ROI? Well, whether you need full service or just one or two services, ClearAd's Amazon advertising experts drive outstanding results across the Amazon marketplace. With over nine years of experience, their Amazon PPC managers have helped thousands of companies to drive down their cost of sales and scale up their revenue, profits, and orders. And with their unrivaled Amazon DSP expertise, ClearAd's DSP services are tailored to your brand. You really can't go wrong. Get in touch today with ClearAd's dedicated team by visiting the link in the description or visiting clearads.co.uk. And remember, more sales, better ROI, incredible growth. Check out ClearAd's today. All right. And by the way, <clears throat> sorry, uh, by the way, if you are interested in any of those prizes, it's it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and tag two people and you'll get a second entry. Uh, and I am going to call out a few people here. So Connor, Connor, Marsha, Howard, uh, Near, any of you <clears throat> that are listening right now, Tony, Tony from Mississauga, by the way, you know, uh, so, Gore, I know you're in, in Oakville, right? I am. So, here, another group of Canadians here. Look at, ask the questions. I am putting you all on a spot because I know you all have something that you want to ask. And we've got a master at uh, Pinterest. So, please go ahead and ask. All right, sir. So, we've talked about building up organic traffic. What about paid now? Wow. Yeah. Paid. My God. Um, <laughs> number one, I got to say one thing about Pinterest is, is that they, they have um, 
they have very high quality traffic because you got to remember Pinterest traffic is Pinterest traffic. It's internal traffic. It's not like one of these third party aggregators norm that, you know, we're aware of that have like hundreds of different publisher websites and partners. Some are fraudulent, some are not, you know, you just don't know. Right. But with Pinterest, it's, it's their internal traffic. So, you know, it's real, you know, it's legitimate and um, their, their, their interface is, is, is not as clean as a Google or a Facebook. And I think that's why some people might have shied away from it. But my gosh, Norm, is the traffic ever cheap? Is there ever a plentiful amount of traffic? Um, and typically, we'll buy traffic these days for uh, 10 cents a click. US, uh, US traffic, we send that to our articles and then we set up retargeting campaigns and then we retarget back to the people who have visited the article with a product promotion of the product that was listed in the article. And that's worked out really well. Um, what's also actually worked out really well with Pinterest is um, lead generation. I mean, we were doing that a while in the keto market, probably pulled anywhere from 10 to 20,000 uh, leads off of Pinterest um, at, you know, less than a dollar per lead um, with, uh, with Pinterest. And, um, and I think the thing that's probably more exciting to, to guys like you and, and your audience is that they have what are called <clears throat> shopping catalogs, which I'm sure if anybody has used uh, Google Shopping or Facebook Shopping that they're familiar with is, is that you can upload a feed once again of all your products. And uh, the same way you would do with Google Shopping or Microsoft Shopping or Facebook Shopping, and you upload it on Pinterest, and once again, your your pins and your product images are cataloged and, and displayed all over all over Pinterest. You can buy ads, and you can boost it up. Um, and and I think this is norm where the the untapped potential is. Where yeah, some people might you know be listening and talking about the whole organic approach, but they might think, well, I want instant results. Well, you can go on Pinterest, and you can go out, and you can buy it, and you can do it now. And you can literally go out there and start spending tens of thousands of dollars a day just on Pinterest alone. They have an enormous amount of traffic and it's cheap um, because it's not as much competition as, uh, as Facebook or, uh, or Google. Does that kind of make sense in terms yeah, of? Um, yeah, it makes sense. So are there different types of ads that you're running uh, for conversion or lead gen <laughs> So here's the thing that you know you quickly have to understand about <clears throat> Pinterest is that when you're running a click uh, 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 like a like a click campaign where it's not like a conversion campaign, then you have the ability to pay on a CPC basis. Now, when you're running a conversion campaign, you have to pay on a CPM basis, meaning that you have to pay for every one thousand impressions, and that's understandable because Pinterest is going to automatically optimize your campaign for you. So it's just it's got its own algorithm, just as Facebook and Google do. And that is that they will they get their algorithm to learn. And then once the algorithm learns, then they'll go out there and try to get you as many conversions as possible. And that's why they don't charge you on a CPC basis. They charge you on a CPM basis. Now, when we're running the article campaigns, Norm, we're just looking for just pure traffic. We're not looking for conversions at the moment. So we'll run a CPC campaign. Get the cheap traffic from, from you know, 5 to 15 cents U.S. Canadian traffic. Get as many people to the... Uh, to the, the article and then once they've on the article, then we set up a retargeting campaign in, in Pinterest. So we're capturing that audience. And then we'll do a conversion campaign for that product that's related to that article and start capturing sales 
in, um, in, in Pinterest. Now, the thing that I love about Pinterest, Norman, most people don't know this. It's got very much the same capabilities as Facebook and Google. So like I said, the algorithm will automatically optimize for conversions if you want it to optimize for conversions. The, uh, you can upload existing audiences. It could be phone numbers, it could be email addresses, and you have a, all of a sudden a custom audience. You can create a lookalike audience based on your custom audience inside of Pinterest. So all of these little tools that are available in Facebook, oh, I only want to target women over 50 who are on laptops. You have all the same capabilities. Oh, I want to target on keywords. I want to target on interests. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, and I don't even think personally myself I've touched uh, the, 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 the tip of Pinterest, what you can possibly do with, with, with mm. Pinterest ads. Um, and I just think that, um, most people don't realize how fast and furious the traffic can come in, especially if you've got a really good dialed in pin, then if you get a high, uh, a high click through rate, uh, on a conversion campaign and it all comes down once again to the pins and the visual of the pin, then it doesn't really matter what CPM you're paying because Pinterest is going to start bringing you crazy conversions. We've had great success on the nutraceutical side, although we've had to have been a little bit careful because of compliance yep. in generating uh, conversions on uh, on Pinterest. I mean, same at the same level. I mean, it, we, we pay cheaper on Pinterest to get conversions than we typically do on – that we ever had on Facebook, to be honest with you. Um, and I just Especially think now. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, you know here you have a platform of Pinterest where there's 300 million active monthly users and what one tenth of the competition of Facebook. So why wouldn't you want to advertise on Pinterest? And one of the stats that I heard, it's also the platform with the highest average order value. Mm. Have you heard that? <clears throat> I have heard that. I heard that from Ezra actually. Um, and like I said, with uh, uh, people going to Pinterest, norm for for design ideas or recipe ideas or or, or or some sort of ideas it's almost like they're in a different frame of mind in terms of versus somebody on on google display network who just sees an ad and they click it people on pinterest are maybe in the middle of a project a middle of idea an idea and if you can solve that uh that that problem for them at that moment through pinterest um whether it's a design idea recipe idea beauty beauty idea or whatever, and you're selling a product that solves that problem, they're more likely to purchase. And I think, you know, when you said, why is the average transaction value um, higher? Uh, Pinterest is a pretty affluent audience. These are not, you know, um, people uh, who, when, when people are generally looking for design ideas or, or, or higher end ideas like that, like building a home or something like that, they have a good household income. And I think Pinterest, a vast majority of, of people on Pinterest are household incomes of over $100,000. So they have more purchasing power. And I think that could also attribute to the reason why the, 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 the average transaction value is higher on Pinterest. Interesting. Uh, I'm an old guy. I forget sometimes the next question. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyways, uh, what was I just going to say about the Pinterest... Come on. Oh, I'm so old. Anyways, I was looking at uh, one of the comments and I was just going to make, uh, ask you something about that. And now I completely forgot. Let's talk about some of the tools, by the way. Uh, yeah. And then I'll try to remember what I said. Or I was going to ask you, but what are the tools? I know there's tons for Amazon sellers, you know, but what about for Pinterest? People who have interest in Pinterest. 
Well, I mean, I, I think the biggest struggle, <clears throat> and, I, and I think why a lot of people kind of shied away from Pinterest is, is that you got to create pins. You got to create graphics. Right. And not everybody is an Adobe Photoshop specialist, but I think Canva has solved that problem. And I think Canva is fairly cheap. I think it's like $20 a month where you can and they already have standard pinterest image sizes already set up and mm -hmm. backgrounds and all that stuff so it's just a matter of drag and drop and literally creating a pin in about three to five minutes i mean i have uh, a whole team that does do that um and then that solves at least creating the pin problem uh so once you've kind of created the pin a lot of people shy away from oh every day i got a pin i got to spread it out and stuff like that once again that's where tailwind comes into play because then Tailwind will allow you to uh, schedule the posts. So yes, you can hire somebody, Norm, at the beginning of the month to schedule out the next 30 days of, of posts. And I think I made a mistake when I talked about Pinterest. I don't think it was Pinterest that had what are called formerly what is called tribes. It's Tailwind that has the tribes. Oh, okay. okay. So Tailwind has the tribes of, of Pinterest boards that you collaborate with. And they schedule your posts, you schedule their posts, and it's a whole ecosystem of everybody kind of riding off each other's back. And that's what creates the massive organic reach. That's what can create the massive uh, reach when you're, 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 you're running uh, paid traffic. So really, it, it's not that complicated, Norm. You only really need two tools, and that's Canva and Tailwind. I mean, yes, can you get away with, with, without doing any tools? Yeah, but I mean, it's all about leveraging time, right? So 20 bucks for Canva tailwind, I think is about, I'm guessing about 20 bucks a month too. So 40 bucks, you're all in. And, um, I mean, we have, uh, Filipino workers, we pay about, you know, $2 an hour to create all of this stuff for us or work, you know, and within an hour they can spit out like, uh, uh, like 12 pins. Um, and, right. uh, you just create videos to teach them how to schedule them and post them. And then it, it, it does it all automatically. And then, the exciting part is slowly, slowly when you're checking your analytics and Pinterest has very detailed analytics norm, very detailed analytics. You can, you can just, you start seeing the curve just going up like that. And that's where the exciting part is. And it's not only do you see the curve going like that, but you see your leads coming in more, you see more sales happening that you can attribute back to Pinterest because Pinterest has conversion pixels you can place everywhere. And you can see, did the conversion come from organic traffic? Did the conversion come from, from paid traffic? So once again, I think that this really is an untapped gold mine traffic source for, for people who have struggled with getting an account banned on Google, getting an account banned on Facebook and having to deal with those shenanigans. Um, seldom do you have to deal with those type of shenanigans on, on Pinterest. Nice. Now I remember what I was going to say. You had mentioned that uh, you, you're, you're driving traffic back to a article. So one of the things that this is an old Neil Patel thing. If the article isn't the best, don't publish it. You know, nobody's going to read it. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Are you driving traffic back to really high quality articles that people would have an interest in? Or is it just an okay article? No, it's, it's, it's high quality um, articles. And I know that because I can see that in the sales. I mean, we actually get sales straight from the article. So I know that people are consuming it. We are getting sales. I mean, it all depends on your objective, Norm. I mean, you know, and I know there's tons of people in this market who are doing traffic arbitrage. So if you can go to Pinterest, you can get cheap traffic. You can send it to low quality articles. The whole point is, is that you just want to show the surge in traffic to your website if you're looking to flip it to a buyer and say, hey, listen, look, we're getting half a million people a month. 
um, to our website. And um, so they don't really care about uh, building up a uh, uh, high quality articles. And I think um, you're not too far from Guelph, are you? Oh, no, not that far. I think you remember maybe, and you probably maybe heard me tell the story about 10, 15 years ago, uh, there was that company out of Guelph that was doing Google arbitrage. So they were building all of these low quality articles going on, you know, Google display or Google search, getting five cent clicks and basically doing arbitrage with the AdSense network. They were paying five cents for a click and they managed to get up to, I think about at the time, a hundred million dollars a year. You remember that? And this is 2003 norm. I, I don't remember that. Oh, well, it sticks out for me because this was a Canadian company just down the street from both of us, right? And uh, one of the partners made the mistake of bragging about it at a early at a conference in the early 2000s, and just just kind of bragging about how they're kind of gaming Google for cheap clicks and flipping them back to Google for for a higher price uh, with the arbitrage. And what he didn't realize is that there were a few Google reps in the room at the time. Oh. And I think overnight, uh, and they just got venture funding for $100 million the week before from another third-party company. And I think literally overnight they were shut down, um, but they managed to emerge from the ashes and uh, arbitrage with Yahoo, uh, Yahoo's publisher network at the time. And um, then they eventually got sold off to another company. But what I'm talking about when we're talking about Pinterest and just kind of going back to, you know, low quality, high quality articles, once again, all comes back down to your objective. I mean, you see all of these, um, these viral websites that use clickbait articles um, and then you go to it and then you got to click through 20 different posts uh, and they're making money just from the banners. So, I mean, once again, it all depends on your objective. We're looking for conversions. That's our objectives. Other people are just looking for pure traffic. A hundred million. <laughs> yeah, you should uh, just Google it, man. I'll get you the company name. It's a great story, man. That's crazy. It's a oh. Great story. Two thousand three, too. By the way, That's yeah, this nuts. is way back, way back oh. in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before we go to the um, the listener questions, is there anything else you'd like to talk about regarding Pinterest? Yeah, I, I just think that you know, I, you know, for me, I've I've never been the type of person, Norm, that could get hooked on Pinterest in terms of searching for stuff. I, I guess I'm just not a visual person, but people, there are a lot of people out there who are visual people. I mean, um, and, and you know, I think the biggest question people are asking is, is well, Pinterest won't work for my market. Uh, it will. It will work for any market because we're doing internet marketing on Pinterest, Norm. So it, if it can work for something as obscure as internet marketing, which is not as visual as, let's say, home building designs, mm -hmm. um, you can pretty much get it to work uh, for anything. But once again, obviously, use some common sense. Don't make outrageous claims, especially if you're going to be using the paid ads, like make you know $10,000 on Amazon in four hours. Um, that is stuff that will get you shut down. Um, but as long as you're doing um, you know, very... Uh, uh, realistic claims and, um, and and providing good quality and giving a good user experience, you should have absolutely no issues with uh, with Pinterest. Once again, I think it's a great, um, great untapped uh, source of uh, traffic. Awesome. Uh, and one thing I, I just like to uh, say before we get into the questions is for product opportunity, I know this is a bit off topic, but for product opportunity, I know we were looking at, uh, we were on a call, one of our Centurion League calls, and uh, we were trying to show people real time 
how you could use and how you can explore and find new products in a sub niche. So we used, I think it was a tortilla press and we went to Amazon and we saw that it was a metal tortilla press. They were selling for like 29 bucks, 30 bucks. And yet uh, we started looking uh, for keywords through Cebro. That's a helium 10 product. And we saw that wooden uh, was another long tail keyword. And so we went to Alibaba, we checked it out and they were less expensive than the, uh, than the metal ones, yet they were selling on Amazon and there were very, very few for $99. So Tim at the time, and the listeners know, usually I'm talking about Tim Jordan. He said, well, why don't we go and check it out in Latin America and see if we can get any of these from Guatemala. Oh, so wow. now you've got not a metal, not a wood, just a wood from China. You've got an authentic, you know, tortilla press, and it was cheaper than any of the other presses. And if you would have launched it, you probably would have been very successful. I think there's a bunch out there now, but that's we went to Pinterest to get the images and to get the other ideas and see what else people were selling in tortilla presses to see if that could help us out. And then we went over to Etsy to see you know, the packaging and the look as well. That's another good platform for imagery. But uh, Kels, let's get into some questions. Okay, great. So we've got a bunch that came in. Um, the first one we could do is from Connor. Um, I've never used Pinterest. Is there a good template to follow when creating a post? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, if you go to Canva, they already have uh, templates for, for Pinterest. I, I think just the idea here is, is that uh, with Pinterest, and, and I know Kelsey and Norman will agree with me, the first thing that's going to capture somebody's attention is the image. So make sure that you have a good eye-catching image, uh, and then the, the the headline is secondary, but then a good, good headline that kind of brags, uh, brings them in. And the interesting thing about Pinterest is and, and when somebody clicks on a pin, it opens up a whole area that includes a headline and a description. So it's not just the content on the pin that people will see, not only will they see that, they'll also see a description and then they'll see the comments for that, that pin. So there's more to a pin than just the pin itself. Um, but if you kind of follow that, uh, the, the idea of a good headline with a good image, with a good call to action, that should get you the, the clicks and the swipes on a, a Pinterest image. The only other thing that people should understand and be aware of is that a Pinterest pin, the experience on Pinterest on desktop is very different than the experience on mobile, mm, um, especially when it comes to clicking on a pin. So keep that in mind, especially if you're going to be running paid ads, that make sure you're looking at your pin on both desktop and mobile because it's a very, very different experience. Okay, next. Okay, this one is from Nier. I'm thinking outside the box. Are you using some tactics that you use on uh, Pinterest, also on other platforms? Uh, this can be interesting as you are looking from a different angle. Um, I think the the you know the only the only kind of tactic that we've used across different uh, traffic platforms is the idea of using a, a tool like Snipply or Rightly um, to send traffic and yet still be able to control the traffic when we're sending it to other people's articles. Um, you know, obviously, this saves us from having to write an epic twenty-page blog post if we can already tap into somebody else's epic twenty-page blog post. Generally, they're not going to mind because you're sending them free traffic. Um, but at the same time, it gives us the ability to grab the lead. We can create a pop-up box that says, "Hey, opt into our list, get onto our list," um, and that way, we're not, you know, 
paying for traffic and directly sending it to somebody else. And this is a great way, especially to do affiliate marketing also on a, on a, on a paid traffic platform without having to uh, lose the traffic. At least you're giving, getting an opportunity to grab, uh, grab the lead when you're using a tool like um, Snipply or, or Rightly, which are all the way, oh, by the way, it's cheap tools too. I think they're like 20 bucks a month. Perfect. Okay, great. Let me see. Uh, next one is from Howard. Uh, any advice for an emerging CPG brand on how to take the first step? We've tried some pins a while back, but obviously we don't know what we don't know. So um, Howard, my, you know, what I've been told is you've got to be pinning at least five, 10 times a day. Uh, if you're not pinning five to 10 times a day, you're not going to get the reach that you want. Ideally, believe it or not, I pulled this off the Pinterest website. They recommend 20 times a day. Uh, so I think if you're posting like 20 times a day and you're repinning re 20 times a day, and you know, that might seem a little bit daunting, but if you hire somebody to do it or you, or you schedule it all in tailwind, you're going to reap the rewards of those efforts, uh, within 30 to 60 days, because after, at the end of like 60 days, that's like 2,400 pins and repins. So Howard, I know your product. It's an awesome, awesome product. Perfect for um, for Pinterest. Plus anybody selling on Amazon, the time you spend taking a graphic or posting a graphic onto Pinterest, use it for your Amazon post. Amazon says that you should be posting three to five times a day. If you can take the same, uh, same information and post it onto Amazon, you are going to get a ton of clicks and they're not just going to be um this i and i don't want to kind of go off on amazon posts but we all know it's qualified traffic somebody's got a hey, you're going to love this it's you've got to click five times to make a purchase on an amazon post so anybody in the e-commerce marketing game knows that you're going to drop 50 plus percent every click amazon's made it that way so that fifth click you know somebody wants to buy your product and you're going to see that your conversion rate is going to skyrocket from those clicks. And if you're doing it 5, 10, 20 posts a day, guess what? Your competition is not doing it. So I love this, Gore. Yeah, like I said, it's like, you know, as long as you're within the terms and conditions and everybody should be reading those before you jump onto Pinterest and you, you, this yeah. They just want a good user experience. Don't send them like you, like, like we talked about Norm to, to, to low quality content where you look like an arbitrage website or whatever thing. It's, and, and I like the fact, Howard, that you're you're a brand, uh, you're a legitimate business. Um, with that, you know, Pinterest is not going to care. You don't look like one of these fly by night guys. That you look like a legitimate brand, and they're going to do everything in their uh, in their right mind to try to help you in terms of getting because they just want they just want your advertising dollars. So you know. Uh, you create a good Pinterest um, presence with multiple boards. Um, and once again, if you're not familiar with Pinterest, you have the ability to create multiple boards. So for example, if you're running a, uh, a Pinterest board on the survival market, you might have uh, preppers, you might have survivalists, you might have camping, you might have tactics, you might have end of the world boards. And, and within those boards, then you have your, your themes. Um, and people follow through that, uh, through your, 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 uh, become a follower of your board. So anytime that you're, you're repinning and pinning, 
you know, they're seeing it because now they're a follower. It's no different than being a subscriber to a YouTube channel or a follower on Instagram. You build up that following, you're going to have people seeing your, uh, seeing your pins. The more pins you post, the more followers you're going to have and the more traffic you're going to get. All right. Next. Okay. So we answered uh, Connor's one question about how many posts per day to post, yep. uh, but not posting too much. Uh, but Connor is a second question. Uh, should I be looking to use Pinterest for sending traffic to my website or to my Amazon listings? Uh, which would you recommend? I would honestly, I would do both. Um, I would first of all, start pinning at least five to 10 times a day um, at a minimum. I would do that. And then I would, I would really test um, the, with, with, with sending a post directly to the Amazon listing or sending it to an intermediary page. Obviously, if you're going to send it to a landing page or your website before you send it to Amazon, you can do a lot more in terms of being able to build a retargeting audience, maybe grab a lead, maybe better pre-sell the product. Um, but then again, you know, it all comes down to split testing. Do you want to send it straight to Amazon and, and just quickly get the sale if the person's already made up their mind or do you do want to put a pre-lander? And, uh, and, and see if you can grab the lead so that you can remarket back to them if they don't end up purchasing. Okay, great. And just a, a couple more um, from Tony. Uh, awesome, are there any Shopify, Pinterest apps you recommend? Uh, are there any other tips or software for Pinterest newbies who don't have a lot of time to learn yet another platform? So Tony, I can't help you because ironically, I've never used Shopify as a shopping cart. Uh, we use a couple of other shopping cart services. So, um, I can guarantee you that there probably is a Pinterest app that uh, does integrate with, uh, with Shopify. So that's something that you would have to um, investigate. Uh, in terms of any other tips or software for Pinterest newbies, there is actually a Pinterest tool that is kind of like a, um, a competitive intelligence tool that will point out the most popular pins that oh. you can end up modeling. You know what? For the life of me, it slipped my mind what the name is. But what I'll do is I will, um, and I'm just looking here. Oh, Pin Inspector. Pin so I, Inspector. Yeah. So I think it, it is, ah, so Kelsey, it's www.pininspector.com. There we so go. They do a lot of cool, uh, cool analysis of pins. So if you guys are struggling with trying to figure out, okay, what pins have gone viral and been repinned re a million times, and you want to follow that, that's a good, that's a good place to go. All right. Okay, I'm just posting that now uh, to everyone, so you can check that out, Pin Inspector. Uh, all right. And then our last question, I uh, kind of touched on this one as well. When making a P Pinterest pin, do you link it to a website or Amazon listing? And how do you link Pinterest to them? So uh, anything else to add uh, to that? Uh, the same thing. I think it was the same question as before. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, it, it, it comes to what your objective is um, and um, how much effort you want to put in. Obviously, the easy way to do it is create a pin and link directly to Amazon. Um, and I mean, there's benefits for that too, in terms of, you know, Amazon is going to see more quality clicks coming from Pinterest to your Amazon listing. And obviously if the conversion rate is good, then that's going to help you in, in, but I think with a, with a pre-sale page or a lander and better qualifying the traffic before you send it to Amazon, you're probably going to end up with a much higher conversion rate, which is going to help propel you higher. And then, like I said, I'm a firm believer of retargeting and all of that stuff, but really it comes down to testing it and how much you want to do. And don't forget, if you're uh, driving external traffic over to your listing, if you enroll in the brand referral program, set up an attribution code, 
you're going to get 10% back from Amazon on the referral fee. So uh, that's something that they've set up lately. So it's just a bit of a reward driving traffic over to Amazon. So remember sure. to take advantage of that. Yeah. I think that's it. You're off. You are off the hook, sir. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so before we get over to the wheel, you want to tell everybody about what you do or if there's any courses or if there's anything that you do. So I am a, uh, a paid traffic uh, guy. I'm one of these old dinosaurs like Norm. I started off in 1997. I came online. I don't know if when you came online, Norm, but it's been more than two decades now for me. And um, my specialty is paid traffic because I am an instant gratification type of guy where I want to see results now. I want to see data now. Is something going to work? I want to know now. Um, so, um, you know, even though I have a good, uh, love, hate relationship with Google, with all these banned accounts and things like that, um, I am forever grateful for them because they helped me escape the corporate world, uh, bought me the house and the cars that I have now. So, um, <laughs> uh, I, I can't say anything bad about them. Uh, I specialized in Google ads in the early days. And then as Facebook came along, PPV traffic, uh, push traffic, and now Pinterest traffic came along. Um, it's been a wild ride in terms of uh, paid traffic. Um, I don't know if uh, um, uh, you guys know I, I, I ran a baby e-commerce business in the in the past. I do now run a multi-million dollar nutraceutical company, um, and that's why we're always looking for other sources of traffic. And then Pinterest has been very good to us in in, in terms of that. Um, my website is digitalsumo.com. I do have a number of paid traffic courses. I think the one that uh, would obviously work or pertain to this audience is I do have a course on Pinterest. It is called Pinsumo, and information on that course is available at uh, digitalsumo.com. Fantastic. All right. So if you're interested in today's giveaway, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and you will get a second entry. So we've got about 30 seconds before we get to that. And Kelsey, can you just hit the button to run our last sponsorship? A big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. All right, Mr. Kelsey, okay. it's that time. It is that time. Will Kelsey. Just a <laughs> warning about the volume. <laughs> it's going to be a little loud. It's going to be a little funky, but I think you're, you'll enjoy it. Here's the Wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. All right. So thank you, everyone, who has entered today's giveaway. Uh, we do this every single podcast, so make sure you come back uh, for Friday. And uh, let's see. Who the winner is. If you are the winner, please email me k at lunchwithnorm.com. And it looks like AMZ Elites, oh, aka very good. Tom. 
is the winner. So Tom, congratulations. Please uh, email me k at lunchwithnorm.com and we'll set you up with uh, your choice of phone new services. All right, sir. That's it. No more questions. You can go back to having a drink with your coffee, having lunch, just kicking back. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on today. You're so... He's such an easy guy to talk to. I mean, uh, I, I love it. I don't even have to do any of the talking. You could have done the whole show. Um, hopefully you can come back for another show and we could talk about another uh, topic. Uh, maybe if you could stick around for two seconds, uh, we're going to remove you from the podcast and then uh, just take another 30 seconds of your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Norm. I appreciate it. It was fun. It was awesome. Yeah. All right, everybody. So thanks for joining the show today. Uh I know I learned a, a lot about Pinterest. I've got to start doing this. I got to just start doing it a bit more. And you just think about the numbers and kind of the ease of Pinterest. Uh, I got to do it. You, you know, these numbers, the traffic, the posts staying up there forever, the ability now, uh, even like if you do have that Google uh, business profile to take advantage of that, uh, there's so many reasons to do it. Uh, and I, I can't even give an excuse why I haven't done it. But this is going to get the uh, creative juices flowing again, and we're going to have this done. So, Kels, where are you? Yes. So so guess what you're going to be doing for the next uh, little while. <laughs> Thanks, Gore. <laughs> you can put me to work. Um, all right. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. I mean, it's it sounds like you can make some incredible traffic yeah. uh, using Pinterest. So, um, yeah. I we should actually those... do a challenge in the group. We should do a challenge for a prize. Anybody who's starting out today, if they can show us something, we'll, we'll come up with some prize. I'm not sure, but let's do that because this is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is one of those uh, podcasts where you have to go back and listen to it a couple of times to pick up all the nuggets. So uh, if you are interested, um, of course, we do this live on YouTube and Facebook, but uh, we are a podcast, obviously. So you can check that out on Tell Apple me. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, if you want to do us a huge favor, uh, go ahead and leave a review. Let us know how you enjoy the podcast or don't enjoy the podcast. It's up to you. But uh, yeah, it does a lot for the podcast. Um, it helps us rank and it's just, you know, um, it's one thing that you can do that takes maybe two or three minutes is just leave a review uh, for us. And Usually um, he's on his knees when he's uh, begging for reviews. But uh, anyways, <laughs> there we go. But anyways, right. make sure you uh, smash those like buttons, give us a thumbs up on social media and follow us uh, wherever we are, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And uh, don't forget to join the Lunch with Norm Facebook group. That's Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. Uh, we are running a huge giveaway, $30,000 of value. Uh, we're giving away 10 listings, uh, listing audits from uh, Matt. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. You can... Go ahead, check it out. Uh, we got all the information um, in the Facebook group. And uh, yeah, enjoy. All right. So join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. You can always get the uh, the Facebook if you want to watch a video on YouTube uh, or hit up one of your favorite podcast channels, download it. Uh, and thank you to the audience. Thank you for being live. Thank you for being part of this incredible community that we have on Facebook. Um, we love it. We love you guys. We could not do this without you. And join us Friday for our next podcast. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.